Let's go. Escobar on the beat. King Legend Talks. Fire Radio. 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 King Legend Talks. How you doing today? Welcome to King Legend Talks. How you feeling? I'm actually feeling pretty good. Actually, honestly, I'm a little under the weather, but I feel okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, we praying for you to get back to the way you were 100% ASAP. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, look, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, sure. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for joining King Legend Talks. Uh, you know, I like to give people their flowers early because you definitely been doing your thing you're inspiring a lot of people and breaking barriers thank you thank you i try a little bit <laughs> absolutely absolutely so everybody this is santina tia deck aka the queen of abs aka the highest paid female athlete in the history of football congratulations by the way thank you. and entrepreneur i mean like how many bags are you in right now <laughs> for real i mean <laughs> I just try to do, every, like, honestly, whatever I feel like I want to get into, I try my best to do it. I just live my life with no regrets. And uh, I just feel like life is too short, so why not do everything? <laughs> Absolutely. That's definitely the attitude to have. Now, you were born in uh, Greenville, South Carolina, but raised in Houston, Texas. Is that correct? That is correct. So what was that like? What was it like to grow up in Houston, Texas? Like, share a little light on us for the people that may not know. Oh, man. Like, honestly... Houston is literally the best place on earth. Um, sorry to everybody else. Um, <laughs> but honestly, growing up in Texas was amazing. I mean, it's football country, so um, our weekends was definitely full of football, uh, track. Track is also big in, you know, Texas as well. Um, mm -hmm. And we were just busy. We were busy people. Like, um, you know, my parents were entrepreneurs, so they were doing their thing. And uh, like I said, all my siblings played sports, so we were somewhere all the time. Like, my summers were never normal. I, I was running track in the summer most of the time. My mm -hmm. brothers were doing football camps or whatever. So it was just full of being athletes and just um, just moving around a lot, <laughs> to be honest. Absolutely. And she being so modest right now. She said, I was just running track. Listen, <laughs> you got a full what? track and field scholarship to Texas A&M University. That's not <laughs> somebody that's just running track. You were really doing your thing out there. You know, uh, <laughs> I tried to run track in school. 
And it felt good. Like when you can get the arms going and you yeah. can feel the wind rushing past you, you feel like you're <laughs> flying. So I, I will say I experienced that maybe once or twice in my life. But <laughs> the, the win and, and get a scholarship, that had to have been a huge accomplishment for like not only you, but for your family as well. For sure, for sure. It was definitely, um, you know, awesome. I was the first in my family to get a, well, my older brother, he would have been, but he got injured. Um, but I was okay. the first one to uh, get a full ride and finish in four years. So wow. it, was, it was really, uh, it was amazing. It was definitely breaking generational curses. And, you know, that's what, what I'm all about. Absolutely. Breaking generational curses and barriers between <laughs> everybody. Listen, if you don't know, she has broken broken so many barriers. You know, I don't want to get too into it too early, but I, I definitely want to tap in on it because you doing things that most people wouldn't be comfortable with for starters. You know, yeah. um, I, I can definitely tell you are the type of person that really is focused, and when you have that focus, you go for it. For sure. Um, so how do you apply that to sports for starters? You know, being a female football player like how does that even work for you like i know it was a lot of times people probably was uh, football nah stop playing <laughs> that's awesome so, that's now <laughs> right so what is that like for you um you know um i have like i'm a super super ambitious and you know persistent person um i've had a lot of injuries including now i'm suffering from acl injury um mm. and you know it, it's, it taught me the meaning of like how bad do you want it Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, um, at what, eight, nine years old, I knew I wanted to be, I thought I was going to be an Olympian. I still feel like I'll be an Olympian one day. Um, mm-hmm. But I was writing down, you know, you know, when I say, what do you want to be? Mine was always an Olympian. So right. like, I felt like it was almost destiny for me because me and my twin brother, we were like unnaturally muscular as kids. It was crazy. Like we were just like, just super muscular, like at two years old. So I feel like some people are just put on earth to do certain things. And that was kind of what it was for us. So, um, I felt like there, that I had a greater purpose in sports. It wasn't just to be out there winning or losing, whatever it may be. It was like, there, there's some lesson that you're going to be able to teach people one day that would Mm -hmm. change the game. And so for me, I always was like, this isn't for me. It's not about me. It's for future generations is for you know the people that need it and so it's hard for me to just let it go and to give Mm -hmm. up because I'm like okay if I do this I'm giving up on part of what I'm put on this earth to do so for me it's it's just about you know it's about what what I'm supposed to be here doing to be honest absolutely it's all about purpose and then it's fueled by passion so Mm -hmm. as far as where you at today did you ever see yourself making it to this level like you know how sometimes we have expectations and our expectations could already have the bar high but when you go past that bar that you already set high how does that feel to be honest i know this sounds bad but as soon as i accomplish something i'm like on to the next thing so i feel like i'm not satisfied until like i don't know when i'm gonna be satisfied honestly um but i mean it it feels it feels good to see like your hard work actually Mm -hmm. turn into like you know it like turning you know it turned into fruition like you you get to see like what you worked hard for you get to see like why you have to go through all the the pain and you know the trauma whatever it may have been so Mm -hmm. seeing that okay like I now realize why I had to have that injury I now realize why I had to lose those people around me so seeing that come in come to life I was like wow like it's amazing you know so I will say like it, it feels good um but I still feel like it's so much more work for me to do 
Absolutely. And, you know, I love how you kind of touch bases on how now you can kind of understand why you may have had to go through that injury. It was a lesson that you learned from that experience in your life. You know, uh, similar to me, I had COVID and I ended up spending 12 days on a ventilator. And but but the the, the breaking point was after I made it through all of that stuff, through the grace of God, by the way, after I made it through all of that stuff, that's when this podcast was born. You know, and my life was in a whole different direction. Like, yeah, you know, do, whole different di direction. Mm -hmm. And it was like that situation is the reason this platform even was born. Right. You know, so sometimes certain lessons we go through in life can have an impact on our future directly. Yeah. Exactly. And so you may have learned a lesson in that injury that unless you have gone through that, you wouldn't have gotten you know, oh, for sure. Uh, so I think it's important for people to understand that when they go through struggle in life, because I embrace struggle at this point in my life, because I know there's a lesson to be learned. Exactly. Exactly. I 100% agree. You know, even now, um, you know, I was supposed to, to have a, you know, a good season. I was I was going in there ready, you know, ready to break some records and do all this different stuff. And then mm -hmm. I got this ACO injury. And I'm not going to lie at first, like it was mentally it was tough um i was mm -hmm. definitely in a dark place because i'm like man like i was supposed to play in 2020 i was supposed to play last year um, then mm -hmm. i got this chance to play this year and then it's like boom now i got this this season in, uh, ending injury and um, yeah. it was rough it was rough for me but honestly i probably hit one of my lowest lows in my life but mm -hmm. out of that i have been able to do so much more and right. give so much more of myself to different areas in my life that I might not have been able to because I was being an athlete. And, it's been, and like, now I'm able to embrace, like, even more so the entrepreneur side of what I do and even mm -hmm. give back even more and, you know, things like that. So, like, again, you never know. Like, I feel like God has a funny way of, like, kind of shifting, you know, you in whatever direction you're supposed to be in, not what mm -hmm. you feel like you're supposed to be, but what you really are, like, his destiny and his, you know, reasoning for creating you. And I feel like, for me, I had to realize and i'm not gonna lie it's tough as an athlete to say you're more than an athlete yeah because that was for me i was like man what am i gonna do what am i gonna do forgetting that i worked all these years to create the brand that i have the shoe company and then Absolutely. i just feel like god said hey look you are more than just this let me show you now you gotta right. like i I was sat down twice three times because i had covid <laughs> yeah so i was like okay god i'm listening now and now i'm here you know that's also important because a lot of times when we got so much going on in our lives it's like God sometimes will take that opportunity just to have you listen. Because when you're going a thousand miles per hour, you know, you're so focused, like it's tunnel vision. Exactly. Sometimes he's like, yo, hit the brakes. Let yeah. me talk to you for a moment. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you, you'll start to realize that you have more than one purpose sometimes in life. Mm -hmm. You know, he won't give you more than you can bear. So that's one thing I will say from the experiences that I've gone through, from what I've definitely hear you've gone through, it's always important just to remember, like, hey, we're doing this for a reason, and it's not for us, it's for others. You know, exactly. it's exactly. a big deal. So to play at the level of professional sports you're at, you know, you obviously have to be fit, and <laughs> AKA the queen of abs. Where did that <laughs> whole idea and concept come from? Um, honestly, it, it, uh, so when I was in college, that's like when I started like building my brand, I got on Instagram like a year, actually two years late, I think, 
Um, mm-hmm. And at first it was just for fun. Like everybody was just posting pictures and selfies and duck lips or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But then I started posting like my track and field workouts that we were doing at, at school. And people started being like, man, like you got some really ripped abs for a girl. And, right. um, and honestly, like I didn't really think nothing of it. But it started to kind of spread, and then I started being posted on all these fitness pages and these big, you know, media pages and stuff. I, you know, I went mm. viral a few times. And then, you know, uh, once I hit around, like, I believe it might have been, like, 50K, my mom mm-hmm. was also my manager in the CEO of, of my shoe company. Wow. She was like, let's... Uh, Shout out to mom. Right. <laughs> uh, she was like, let's, let's turn this into a brand. And at first I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, like, what would you want to be called? And I was like, uh, I don't know, like maybe princess of abs. And she was like, why well, be a princess when you can be a queen? So then my Ooh, mom, like so that. really my mom, my mom, and then people just, you know, coining me like the, the ab lady or whatever. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. so definitely my, my mom and I guess the people that supported me. Absolutely. And I love the design of your shoes, by the way. I got to say, they're fire. I love them. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So as far as what's what's next, you know, what, what are your goals set for right now? Um, Man, I have so much in store, to be honest. A lot of it I can't even talk about right now. But um, we have some really, really big things um, that we're going to be doing with our shoe company. Um, we mm-hmm. actually just got our shoes. And so we, we're partnering with East Bay right now. So we're in East Bay. But okay. we just uh, got our shoes in the new store that's a I think it's a, it's like right outside of Miami the um champ slash East Bay store so we'll, we're actually gonna have like a little launch party out there to you know let everybody know our shoes is in there they can go try them on buy them and everything in person um and we have some other things going on that uh is, is even more exciting that I can't talk about yet so I'll just say stay tuned um but you know I also have a book that I'm gonna be uh dropping soon my second book um, okay. so I'm super excited. It's about my life. Um, I'm going to be doing a documentary as well. Um, I have a CBD company that I'm going to be launching um, in a few months as well. Um, and a lot of other things. But oh honestly, my goodness. Um, I'm just on go. I'm, it's go mode right now. The list goes <laughs> on and on. Like That was at least 20 things you just named. <laughs> you know, some people don't know what they're doing next week. <laughs> man, look, I, look, I just live life in a different way, man. I, I appreciate life. So I'm like, look, if I get to wake up another day, I get to try to figure out something new to do. Absolutely. <laughs> so what advice would you have for somebody that may be going through um, certain situations where they may not have the confidence to go follow their dreams? What would you tell that person? Um, Honestly, my motto for life is if you want to go get it. Um, You know, anything that's worth having is gonna is not gonna be easy to attain, um, mm-hmm. and that was kind of like the story of my life because I had so many like failures after failure after failure, and if I would have said, "Man, this is too much," "Man, I'm this is not meant for me," or "Man, I don't deserve this," or whatever, I wouldn't be here. So yeah. to me, it's about you know, again, how bad do you want it? Do you want it more than you want to breathe? All of that stuff, and you know, life is meant to be challenging because everybody has to have a story so mm-hmm. you know and I, t- I always tell people that like everybody has to have ha- has to have a story if everybody was able to like wake up one day and say i want to be a millionaire then the next day they were a millionaire that's not inspiring that's not entertaining that's not changing somebody's life well you can say right. man i did all these i went through all these obstacles i have to go through all these valleys and now i'm here you don't know who you're touching who you're inspiring to get up off the couch who you're inspiring to do whatever. So for me, it's just about 
you know, the story. And again, just showing people that it's possible because a lot of people yeah. don't know that a lot of things are possible. So you got to have a story. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now, what about faith? Like, as far as right now, how has that played a role into your success so far in your life? Oh, man, my faith is everything. Um, I knew God at a very, very young age. I've had a relationship with God since I was young. And everything that I do is literally for his glory. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and it's not, that's why I always say it's not about me because it's really not. You know, at the end of the day, my, my goal is to get to the, to the pearly gates and right. sit next to the king on the throne. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. I just feel like it's a sin to not use every single talent that he's given me. Mm -hmm. So, and it's so many people that I've, I personally that were close to me that aren't here that aren't able to live out those dreams that they may have or use those talents. And uh, something somebody told me that has always stuck with me is like, don't ever be that person that when you pass and they go to the grave, your, your dreams and your, your, your purpose is not, is not in, a, in that casket with you. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like, you need to use everything and give back to the world and inspire somebody else to do the same thing. So for me, it's just about living out my purpose and hopefully inspiring somebody to come to Jesus, to to know Jesus and understand his power and his glory and everything else that I, like I have. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, you know, that's what I wake up every day to do. <laughs> Absolutely. I love to hear it. You know, Jesus has played a huge role in my life and everything that I've got going on right now. You know, it didn't really start to take that, that impact or that effect until I put him first in my life. You know, once I once I put him first in my life and let him lead, got me through so many different mm. situations. I was hey, like, man. man, this is this is where it's at right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, where I need to be. <laughs> like people tripping, they got it twisted. This okay. is definitely the way it's I'm supposed to, to be. People, I'm like, man, if you really like let go and let God for I know that sounds so cliche, but the moment yeah. I really started doing that, I was like, Whoa. Like what's because I been he listened all my life? Yeah. It's because he really hear you. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're going through problems and struggles, a lot of people, they don't understand. This is what I always tell people. You know, people got their own demons that they're dealing with, battles that they're fighting in their own personal lives. But one thing about God is he already know what you're going through. So right, most of the time when you go to him, he already know. He just waiting. He waiting. He waiting. You know what I'm saying? Arms, like, okay, you ready now? He's and like, finally. Exactly. And that's what I felt like in so many different ways. I like definitely with this whole, with the sports and stuff, man, like, um, because even outside of this, this in, um, injury right now, like in 2019, I was on an Olympic journey with rugby, mm -hmm. you know, I was killing it. You know, I, had, I finally got a chance to get in front of the USA coach and I got, and I was burnt out. Like I literally had the worst try of my life. So I yeah. didn't end up making a team. And I remember I went through a depression and I remember just crying, like, every day. My mom was like, look, you either going to lay here and die or you're going to get up and give it to God. And, I, and she said that so many times. I was like, what does that really mean? And I remember yeah. she said, just pray, just pray and tell him, like, like I'm giving everything to you. Like, I'll, I'm letting go. Like, I'm letting you take the reins over my life. And I remember I said, you know what? I'm going to actually do that because I don't know. I don't know how much lower I can go at this point. Right. So I remember that night, I, I really, like, sat there and just cried my soul out. And I was like, God, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, but whatever it is, I'm trusting you. I'm giving you everything. I'm giving you the reins over my life, and I'm I'm just letting go. And I remember right. the next day, I felt like the weight of the world had <laughs> been lifted off my shoulders. And I remember yeah. telling people the, the best way to explain how I felt. Oh, well, hold on. So then after that, uh, let me say two months after that, that's when I got the call about, you know, the contract and everything for football, and my mm -hmm. life had changed. And I remember 
the the analogy like and i'm sure everybody saw this on social media it was like a picture of a little boy that had a tiny teddy bear behind his back and it was like mm-hmm. this figure that was supposed to be god that had a huge teddy bear and yeah, the little boy was like yeah the little boy was like but god this is all i have not knowing that he has something so much bigger and better and that's how i felt yeah. and um ever since then i was like yeah this is where it's at you forget know that's what so I powerful do. Forget, forget what i want to do it's about what he wanted and what i'm supposed to be doing absolutely you know, one thing to remember for a lot of people that's listening is that if every door was open, sometimes you will never walk down the hallway. Because mm. if you will yep. never walk down the hallway, you're not going to see what's in the other room because you went to the first door that was open. Exactly. exactly. So that's that's deep. I appreciate you so much for sharing that with us today. For sure. So, for sure. so as far as right now, you know, you got a lot going on. You know, you got like 25, 30, maybe 50 million <laughs> things going on. Um, what is the most precious thing to you right now in your life? Like, what are some of the most precious things to you? Man, um, well, I, it goes without saying my relationship with God. Of course. Um, but my family, like my family, honestly, like getting to spend more time with my family has just been amazing. Um getting to spend more time with myself has been amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And really, really focusing on like, what if I can no longer be an athlete? You know, focusing on what's next for Santia Deck if I don't go back to playing sports. So like, mm-hmm. really finding out more about myself and not not focusing on just, like I said, just being an athlete. And I feel like that has been so valuable for me because I found so much more self-love and self-worth like right. now that I can't associate my life with sports right now um, mm-hmm. and I feel like okay I will be okay like if, if today was my last day or this after this injury I'm no longer going back to sports I will be okay and I couldn't mm-hmm. say that a month ago I could say that honestly probably less than a month ago right. but right now I'm like okay I'm content like I'm content with just like focusing on the other side of Santia and not track baby because track baby is an athlete but Santia did <laughs> And, um, right. and and loving that part of me and really realizing, like, that's going to be the part that impacts the world more, you know, mm-hmm. than just me going out running and, and scoring touchdowns and, and scoring, you know, all, you know whatever else I'm doing, and playing rugby, flag football. The other part, which is, like, showing people that there's life after sports and helping people get through that phase because it's not easy. I think yeah. some people have to realize, like, as an athlete, when, when you – and definitely when it's not on your, your terms, like an injury – you are fighting so much mentally that you can't even sometimes see like a way out of it and like realizing that I have to find myself within all that trauma and that that just pain and fear and everything else has been one of the most beautiful experiences ever so for me that's what I want to continue to show people and hopefully inspire you and just help guide some of these athletes because you're losing a part of your identity almost. Like we have right. so much of our identity in that sport mm-hmm. that when it's over, it's like, who am I? Like for real, like what, what, who am I? Definitely if you, like I've been playing sports since I was four. Yeah. So like that's all people have known me as is like, oh, that little girl that played this sport. Oh, and now I'm, you know, I'm a grown woman, that grown woman that played football. So it's like everything has been associated with sports. So imagine, you know, like I said, the little boys that start peewee football and like, what it was it? You've given, you given it your whole life. Yeah, so like <laughs> it's it's yeah. a journey, but you know, I think people need to talk about it more because mm-hmm. that mental health aspect of that is real. I yeah. know so many NFL players that have mental breakdowns because they're like, I've been doing it since I was five. 
and now I don't know what I'm doing next because they got an injury or they got cut. You know what I'm saying? So it's a real thing. Yeah, and a lot of people got to remember that when you have that certain level of success when it comes to playing sports, you know, what I'd even ask you for is sometimes you end up putting the city on your back. You know, like yeah. you, whatever school you went to, everyone's rooting for you in your corner. Mm -hmm. And let's say you make it all the way through college. But when you get to that professional level, you don't do as good as everyone yeah. hoped for. Mm -hmm. Now you got to go back to your city. And they're like, and you're a <laughs> Yeah, so that is yeah. a lot to deal it with is. mentally. And mm -hmm. so many players deal with that on the regular. Um, having your it. life change. Yeah, like, even when it comes to just getting cut off of a team, you know, you done moved your whole family or whatever the case may be, and then, boom, you cut. It's like, whoa. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? So like, It's very stressful for a lot of people. So it is. I, I think that's something that will definitely, you know, raise awareness about because they really go through it. Oh, for sure. For sure. So just to leave it on a positive and a happy and a good note, share us a word, you know, that could inspire somebody that may be listening to this right now. I'm going to say it again. If you want to go get it. <laughs> Absolutely. If you want to go get it, that's, that's the word of the day. All right. Absolutely. The phrase of the day. <laughs> and plug in uh, where everyone can find your stuff. Um, So, of course, you can find me on Instagram, trackbaby001. Um, if you guys want to check out my shoes, it's tronosofficial.com, T-R-O-N-U-S official.com. Um, if you want to find out more about me, you can go to my personal website, which is queenofapps.com. And uh, our social media is tronosofficial.com pretty much everywhere and yeah that's it well, thank you so much for tapping in on king legend talk it's an amazing honor to have you here today and i already know your future is already on that path to success because you're going to keep reaching new goals and hitting new heights thank you so much thanks for having me i appreciate it absolutely have a good one all Thank you so much for making it all the way through another great episode of King Legend Talks. I truly hope you feel motivated to go out and make your dreams come true. If you would like to stay notified on what's happening next and stay connected within the community, please follow the host on social media at KingLegend757 or visit our official website where you will find the video version of this interview at www.KingLegendTalks.com. Thank you so much for your support and may God continue to bless you.